So, well, is speed literally velocity or just hard drugs? Because then definitely catty corner to cocaine. Hey, man, whatever you, whatever you need it to be. <laughs> I need to go live because this was important. Oh, do it. I mean, I mean, you're, you're we're dropping bombs out here, and you're you're leaving it on the floor. So, how is everybody? Is everybody's yeah. prime prime days going well? Uh, I, I bought a thing I was already planning to buy. Uh, I Fantastic. saved twelve dollars. I went for a giant Wi-Fi enabled air fryer <laughs> because I need to be able to tell Google to preheat the air fryer. Fryer. Uh, you preheat your air fryer? That sounds reasonable. I do now. <laughs> not like, what I had to do it manually, but fuck if I'm not gonna now. <laughs> like uh, every time I hear about any sort of home IoT thing, I'm like, there, there are definitely points in them. There, there are points about this that make sense. That it, I would genuinely like it if just my dryer pinged my phone. You know, yep. I did just have to buy a new washing machine, and I really wanted one that notified me of shit. And 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 mm-hmm. there there's always like, no, it make it makes exact it it makes exact sense for this one thing. Or um, there's 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 like this. Uh, I I did some deep diving into the if this then that smart home thing, where it's like, sure. yeah, yeah. Let let your front porch light talk to your Domino's app so that it turns on the light when this pizza man is near your house. And I'm like, this is this is brilliant and wonderful, but also I don't need this. Like this is this is <laughs> I, I don't I don't need this level of Star Trek future in my life. Buttons are great. Uh, I should mention that the two light bulbs over my head are sciencing their way to turning slightly dimmer and slightly oranger throughout the night because that's supposed to help me sleep. But um, that that's that's neither here nor there. Yeah, I, I've uh, I've played with the uh, the IFTTT stuff, and there's I mean there's some fun that can be had there, but it's like I have to think about it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like I have to think about what apps should talk to it and then do a cool thing but but the the there's so many things that have already been done for you scott that's just it like uh the the plethora of things on iftt that connect you to nasa images like i think that was one of the first things that must have been involved in iftt because so many things connect you to the the NASA imaging stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just, there's just so many things that are already set up. Or maybe that's just, uh, you know, free to use and know that you, you, it's a great starter point. It's a great starting point. It is. It is. Uh, though the one, the one that I, I did set up very early on and still use pretty regularly is the, um, is the functionality and connectivity between my Echobee thermostat and Google Drive where it registers an entry into a Google Drive, uh, into a Google Sheets, anytime anybody fucks with the thermostat. That is that is the daddest thing you could have said. Mm-hmm. That is, I assume that you have like a ring cam on the op mm-hmm. on the opposite wall from I the dial, yeah. so that you can be like, oh, <laughs> I know who I know who touched it. I actually don't have any cameras in my house 
that's one of the things that I'm really weird about is I don't have any, like, I don't have any cameras outside. I don't have any cameras inside. I just, I don't want them. I have so many cameras. Yeah. <laughs> I have thought about getting one of the ring doorbells, especially now that we've been to your house, Mitch. And when, when you turned around and told it to stream the front door, it was like, Oh, I never thought of that. Like that's, that's clever. Mm-hmm. Especially when you know the pizza guy's coming, like, and then like hot. it recognizes y'all. So like when you ring the doorbell, it says Tony's at the front door. Oh shit. I dislike that. That is that is um that is not a thing that, that I, I am now just gonna just grab my copy of Battlestar Galactica, clutch it close, be like, no goddamn networks on my on my boat, Mr. Kata. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I for one welcome our AI overlords. I, I assume they'll treat us all better because they don't know that we're supposed to ignore some things. I think it's, that's my hope, right? Like if we can make something smarter than us, maybe it will also be kinder than us. Oh, no, I, that's a I, dream. I, I don't fear Skynet because I see dogs is, is literally it. Like dogs are the only other dogs are the only other sapient thing we've ever made. And uh, and cool. I, they, they, they seem to be pretty chill about things. You know, we're a self-propagating species, right? Every human you interact with was made by us. Some of them are okay. In, were, were we is that, is that the average feel you get? <laughs> I mean, maybe. I think we get to see a lot of the bad ones. Sure. They do want attention. They really do. As we always like, Ooh, on this I'm podcast. Uh, so another thing I did is I went to Vegas. I, I never want to do that again. I have been once as well, and I, that is my one time. I love Vegas for all the reasons I suspect you guys don't want to go back. Uh, I uh, look there. Are, there are things. If Vegas was honest about what Vegas was, I would like it. But it seems to think it is a place for things that are not debauchery. If if it was just literally, it's hot, it, it's hot, it's bright, you can just sin all you want until you are out of money. I'd be fine with this place. But people keep insisting that children be allowed to be there and that there are things that are not sin you could be doing. And I'm like, no. Just, just show me the gambling, show me the boobs, show me the $11 yard of daiquiri, and I will, I will accept you as a place that happens. Did they have to show you the gambling? When you get off the plane, you can do that in the airport. I, uh, so when I was leaving, I, uh, I was, I caught a red eye and I was just so tired. I, I got a little heat stroke and didn't try to recover from heat stroke um, uh, on the last couple of days. So I was like, okay, no, I, I am tired. I am done. I am going to go to the airport several hours early. Uh, and I would, uh, waiting at my gate, the plane before me was a British Airways flight and everyone was coughing. And I was not happy about that. And I'm like, you know what? If I go to the room with the slot machines where everyone is smoking, I bet the air quality is safer in there. Well, I mean, they do have the 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 air 
filtration system that just suck all the air straight up, yeah. which is really kind of nice. I mean, you get that that sm- that scent of smoke, but you don't have quite the the lingering black lung of it all. Yeah. And and um, my my dad was a smoker, so sometimes I just miss that smell. Like in the mornings, especially, but yeah, no. <laughs> I feel like in my trip to Vegas, the uh, the boobs were not hidden. I, I I feel like they 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 may have switched to more butt related advertising. <laughs> I, the, that is true. Sign of the times. Twenty twenties. We're only S- doing ass now. Mm-hmm. Sign of the times. You got to cycle it. It's like it's like the McRib. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I, I again. It's it's just you know what I I I think there's an older version of Vegas I would really like, and the version now is just confused and awkward. And that, I think that older version of Vegas doesn't have black people in it. That's also Ooh. probably yeah. Oh no, Sammy Davis was there, so sure. That's how you knew it definitely one. wasn't racist, right? <laughs> yeah, because well, everyone I mean, had a black friend, and it was it was Sammy Davis. Yeah, and then that yeah, was, and I mean. Actually, like that, that's a, that's a real story where like all of like the actual rat pack were like, uh, if Sammy doesn't have rights in your building, we don't come in. And like, you know, that, that good thing, but I imagine that didn't necessarily filter down to like, I don't know, the, the cleaning staff so much. Yeah. Anyone else other than Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what are we talking about next week? Cause I, want to talk about this movie uh i want to talk about this movie too but i also want to talk about rrr for a second <gasps> and um, guys have they find has netflix said that they're putting either the tugaloo or tamil language version up or is it i don't i don't know about any of that but what i do know is um so i noticed on youtube that my youtube channel started getting comments our YouTube channel doesn't get comments. Like it <laughs> doesn't blessing. get comments. Um, then I, so I, I navigated to, uh, to our channel and, uh, well, the first thing I saw were the comments. There was a comment from six months ago. Uh, nobody wants to hear you run your mouths about the movie. Just put up the movie here minus the play by play of the movie. I mean, that's what? fair. That is, um, that is okay. That was, that was like a he's... comment. That was a comment posted on our. This is a comment on the episode of the United States versus Billy Holiday. I will not dispute what he has said, but he is also very, sir. This is a Wendy's, <laughs> right? Yeah. All right. So the next comment is on Licorice Pizza. Uh, wow. What a waste of an hour podcast. Why did you guys (laughs) even bother reviewing this? Obviously, you didn't have to like it, but boy, did you miss the point of what this film was doing, and you didn't really critique the film in an interesting way. Well, one, I don't think I missed the point, because the movie was garbage. (laughs) So So then, six days ago is when they start, and we just get comments. Um, turns out there must be people hungry for fat white dudes to talk about RRR. The, 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 the RRR machine will not be stopped. It will take all fuels. <laughs> what is happening? Um, so before this, 
the episode that had the most views at 21 was Bad Education. Uh, Which I assume is people looking for the song and and clicking the wrong thing. Probably. Um, People had an average view of those 21 views. It was an average view time of 34 seconds. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. You know, and that's I assume fair. that that's the amount of time it took them to remember Almodovar's name and then go find the film. Right. So, um, you know, number three, which would this one's actually kind of odd to me. Um, Space Sweepers. There were seven mm-hmm. views with an average view of 16 and a half minutes. Like I'm, I'm kind of surprised by that. Now, before that, we have Archive had two views, average time, three seconds. Uh, Big Bug, two views, average time. Five seconds. I'll be honest, right. I don't remember half these movies. Yeah, and then they just go down to one view, you know, and the most time we have there. Uh, oh, somebody watched the Top Gun Maverick for two minutes. Uh, that might however, have been me when I was making fun of you guys. Yeah, yeah, that probably was. Uh, uh, however, our number one viewed anything on this channel is RRR. It currently, and this, every time I look, the views go up. It currently has 342 views with an average time of 12 and a half minutes. Mine says 374. Well, it's probably gone up then. I just looked. Uh, well, and this is, this is on the analytics, so it, it kind of caps at the, the, the numbers actually do. It's very, it's very weird. And YouTube is, is doing shenanigans where it's like, it'll tell you nicer things than it tells the public. Yeah. I think it's telling me based on as of yesterday, as of some point yesterday, that's where they cap off. But yeah. Uh, okay. This, I don't know if you've read these comments, crazy, but I am in love with them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have one One of them actually is very thoughtful and explains things to us, which is, Amazing. And then the reply is shut up, spamer. <laughs> <laughs> As though specific cultural knowledge about the movie uh, is obviously yeah, just, spam. Just just you know what? You know what? And I know okay, so periodically I keep I keep almost getting into the orbit of like Hindu nationalism on the internet. I keep almost trying to figure it out. I think we're hidden there right now. And, and, and like this movie is doing some Hindu nationalisms, but like that's not how that that's that's like if, if someone is in good faith just explaining, hey, dumb white boys, here's here's what the 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 pre partition you know India was like, um, and what if you know the two most famous guys in pre partition India were friends and fought your. England, uh, a thing we all can sympathize with, I think. <laughs> the motorcycle yeah. used in 1920s weighed around 40 to 50 kilos. Army guys used to carry it around on their shoulders during war. That's important information for me to know, mm-hmm. and I'm not being sarcastic. No, no. that that makes sense to that's me. That solid. sounds like that. That's that World War One trivia that totally scans over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the the thing I love is that the two most recent comments. Uh, one is a comment and a reply, and it's somebody saying RRR. The actual RRR conversation starts at 15 minutes and 40 seconds into this. That is, uh, and that, then, that man is doing God's work. The well, Lord, and the, the comment Lord below Lord. that is, thanks, bro. Yep. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, Thor, Thor, Thor talk talks t- happens at 24 minutes. 
I'm guessing. Probably, I'm probably. And uh, the Doctor Games is commenting, and that's added two more comments to the to the stream <laughs> on, now on Thor. <laughs> Jesus. All right, so uh, I don't know what we're talking about next week, um, but given this new information, probably one of those uh, I'm... those movies that we talked about from the filmmaker of RRR. <laughs> Bahubali, the beginning? Probably. You know what? That's probably a good choice. The duology? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I want to watch them separately so we can really milk this content out. Mm-hmm. They reference some Bollywood films in Miss Marvel, right? They do. They but, do. But Bollywood is not Tollywood, and you uh, that that that, that starts a fight. <laughs> well, so, well, we, you know. You know, and, and see, I think maybe this is where we go. We, you know, we dig into it and find out what is the difference between Bollywood and Tollywood and, and have some thoughtful discussion on it. Because who better is better qualified to comment on deep about Indian this. cultural <laughs> artifacts than us? Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, let's get this started. Hey, this is Tony. Hey, it's Mitch. And I'm Scott. And this is David. And we are the Backseat Producers. And tonight we are talking about Thor, Love, and Thunder. Who wants to start? I successfully made it full six days with no spoilers. I'm I'm impressed. And then, I... on the way to the theater... <laughs> and then... Libby starts telling me about a spoiler she got. And I'm like, is this... Is this where it happens? But then she's like, I only saw the meme for a second, and it included these elements, and I was like, ah, what if we don't talk about this anymore? Let's just pause this until we are getting, uh, until we get tacos after the movie. Because she's like, it was a meme with uh, Wanda (laughs) and Thor. It's like, don't be like Wanda, be like Thor. I'm like, fuck, there's going to be some kids in this goddamn movie. (laughs) Fuck! I um so yeah uh, uh I I I think this is this is fun this this is this is a fun movie I enjoyed it immensely I didn't I also managed to last till like three o'clock today without spoilers um I think I think we're at this point where like spoilers don't happen anymore there's just weird in jokey memes and those guys getting mad and none of those explain the movie to you so you you just kind of so you just get to enjoy it blind. Uh, I, I I enjoyed that. Uh, I, I like the rock monster with the funny voice uh, being leaning on the fourth wall pretty hard. And I like the parts where uh, that are slow motion with lightning effects where old rock songs play much like Thor Ragnarok. Uh, Guns and Roses songs play. Thank you very much. They go exclusively GNR for this one. Mm-hmm. I would at not least, have been able to tell you that during the, during the uh narrative the most lightning y and most slow motion y parts. Uh well at least until the um uh until the credits roll. Yeah. Yes. And then we would go with Rainbow in the Dark, which was really a great choice. Mm-hmm. Good good call. Good call. Yep. Mitch, what'd you think? Uh I thought this movie was lots of fun. I enjoyed it within its own sort of show. I have no idea how this like is a Marvel movie or like connects to like like anything else really or and i still have no idea what they are doing uh, 
post Infinity War. Look, they we're, are we're, not doing anything. They're, they're, That's what we, I think they're doing. we we are at phase nothing. We're at phase null. At some point, mm. there will be a phase four where I don't know they fight Kang or Doctor Doom or somebody, and that'll be mm. a big deal. But right now, we're at phase null, where people just have problems and they actually, deal with them. Actually, uh, funny you said that. Just this past week, they have confirmed what Phase Four's theme was. Oh, and it is Confusion. guilt and consequences. That cool. is the theme of Phase Four. That's what I, I like in a movie. Yep. The 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 interstellar villain <laughs> is the problems we created for ourselves along the way. I but can, none I of the last that. three movies deal with that at all. Uh, Wait, I, most yeah. of the television. Eh, does, Strange has most somebody's con- consequences for somebody in Strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah, are there? Eh. I mean, the, killed the, by all rocks. the other Doctor Stranges. Is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the everybody in that other universe. A lot of consequences for them. Mm-hmm. Some poor street vendor is going to like torment himself for weeks. That weird yeah, but that's wolf Bruce dude Campbell, at the monastery. So fuck that. Okay. <laughs> uh, so okay. I liked I liked this movie. Uh it had problems with being uneven. Sure. But yeah. I, I, it, it it zigzags. I think some of the zigzags are like deliberately like, hey, fun comedy like the last one. But also let's just do horror movie for a minute. Yeah, but that's and then what I'm talking about. It's like there was some inconsistency in how they were portraying um gore <laughs> like the villain like gore, there, gore he is seemed he seemed almost i don't know like they were almost playing him for a comedic horror and then there were times where he was creepy as fuck like it it's there was like a switch on him where it was christian bale be the joker or christian bale be owl man from that one animated thing <laughs> mm yeah. And, and I, like, it, it's, I, I don't, like, I, I, I think Christian Bale's a very good actor. I think he does good work, but I think the way scripts get handed out to actors in Marvel movies didn't let Christian Bale go just too fucking ham and mm-hmm. really be Christian Bale about it. So he, he just, did stuff. He did what he felt in the day. Yeah, well, and it he... could be, I think part of that could be Taika's style also of shooting things and shooting things and shooting things and shooting things. Um, yeah, Taika likes to shoot on ones and just let actors play. Yep. Well, I mean, I think that he tried really hard with like what he had on the page, but I never thought he was like menacing. I think every time he tried, he was doing everything he could, but like the tone of the movie didn't really like allow him to like step up and be. Yeah. Like a scary villain? I'm also yeah. not entirely certain how he's a villain. So, uh, well, I'll do my high-level review now, everybody. I liked this movie, but there's something deeply wrong with it. Like, as a movie, it's not good. Mm-hmm. Like, I liked it. I like everything Taika touches, but the movie's not good. There's deep problems in the movie, and Gore's one of them. Is Gore the villain? Like, he gets corrupted by the sword, so the sword's kind of the villain, but we spend a lot of time with Gore's motivation, but it doesn't really matter, because the sword's doing the stuff anyway. Yep. So, like, we see that in the beginning, and then we don't see Gore do literally anything until he shows up on Earth. So we have a disembodied villain doing something somewhere, 
And that's supposed to be a problem for a reason. The and biggest villain in this movie was cancer. <laughs> well, fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we fight that every analysis. year. I've stolen most of this analysis from Libby, by the way. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I, I don't think you're wrong. I think um, some of this could just be like the frame device of like, oh, here, here, here's Taika, rock monster, telling, telling children this version of it, and like they're like they could maybe almost like print like there's almost like a princess bride version of this where it's it's like that that play of i am telling a story to kids keeps thing keeps the tone and the the pacing in place but that that didn't happen and taika says he won't do a director's cut because they're bad uh but uh but no i i think that yeah no this this movie has a thing where yeah gore is gore gore is job he he is he is a job figure where it's like i god has taken from me and i uh, god has proven himself to be a jackass much like job uh the book, book of job uh, a book you I've, i read at one point in an angrier time uh, but like saying job that i'm like what the fuck are you talking about uh, i don't know i don't fucking know i'm <laughs> Sorry, I stop. I left Catholic school before the Joe. better way. The better way than I was going to leave Catholic school the first way. How about that? Um, I don't know where we've gotten. It sounds like you have some issues to work through. Ooh, Scott. Black and white planet with all shadow now. Yeah. Uh, let, let content warning. Catholic school stuff. Guess. Uh, uh, but um, so yeah. So so. <laughs> So Gore is Job, you know, God God has stolen his everything and he has taken but instead of just I don't know nodding along with that he decides to be Elric so he gets the cool black sword and he He doesn't decide that. Well, he it just appears in his hand. Yeah, yeah, he never decides that. It jumps into his hand. It inf- it literally infects him. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that that's actually really bad. Yeah, uh that that's that's no good. <laughs> I that, was still like there, there needs, there needs to be a scene where he says yes to the sword, uh, and then, kidding. and then he, then like we see that a bunch of gods have died off screen, and then um, Gore is proven right by a whole bunch of stuff with Russell Crowe, but Russ, mm-hmm. he's not there for that, and so he he steals some kids, and then he's weird at the kids for a while, and then he talks to a Jack Kirby drawing and decides that. Oh, by the way, no. Uh, what I really actually wanted was to hold my daughter one last time—a a totally normal thing to decide. And and because this movie is about having kids in a weird way, uh, kids help Thor be a better Thor, and and that's the end. Yeah, there is a kind of a disturbing child soldier plot. Um, but like I was when he gets the sword, I was still reeling because. I went to a, a private screening uh, of the show. Thanks, Jeremiah. And there were no trailers. Mm. So we're oh. there, the lights go down, and then it's this like scene of, of him walking across the desert. And she's like, I'm so thirsty. I'm like, is this like a commercial for the concession stand? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. Let's right? all go to the lobby that, and what? get ourselves a Dasani. Because well, they what? do those kind of things. Let me yeah. tell you what you missed. I had three soda commercials in a row and then a full 30 minutes of trailers. Wow. Oh, yeah. Well, so I missed so all that. Many goddamn trailers. You missed nothing. 
So when the kid dies, I'm like, oh, this is a really dark commercial. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 this is you like the one the Super Bowl rejects, isn't it? Right? And he's going to get into the Oasis, and he's going to get some popcorn, he's going to get a Sprite. <laughs> Listen, I don't know if you've noticed this, but 2022 has been the year of upsetting children's stuff in media. Yeah. Obi-Wan starts with the Sith slaughtering all those kids at the the Jedi Ari, right? Yeah. Uh this finale of Ms. Marvel without spoilers, many armed troops are kind of like running through this school <laughs> just very uncomfortably. Great. This movie that starts with child death. Just just death by not specific but yeah. Yeah. Those are the last three things I watched. <laughs> I'm sure there's more. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Yep. Well, the news. Well, yeah. I, you know, I, cause like I posted something when the Obi-Wan thing opened, cause it was like the day after Uvalde. And it was like, you know, it does seem kind of weird that they're just going to go ahead and do this. But I guess since we have this every day, they could just never release the thing otherwise. Yeah. There, there's, there's no good time. Mm-hmm. Remember earlier when we were talking about like this? humanity piece this is this Mm. is this is who we are (laughs) yeah yeah anyway the goats were amazing the goats were amazing i am i am glad that they never stopped shrieking (laughs) what a bold move to introduce them so early and to keep them (laughs) shrieking the whole (laughs) no time no redemption, no mm-hmm. understanding, no, like, pet the cat moment. No moment where you're just like, I like these goats. They will be, I, these goats are redeemed in my eyes for their being obnoxious. No, they are just shrieking and awkward. And I assume mm-hmm. that if we were in, if, if, if this was a smell-o-vision presentation, mm-hmm. they would reek. I never found it annoying. I oh no, it's not annoying. Single time, I laugh. <laughs> it's not annoying. It's just like, oh yeah, that is a realistic goat noise, and they're making it. <laughs> I honestly like, think the it's time. the best part of the movie. I love the goats, and I love that the like almost the first thing that happens is the guardians are all threatening to kill the goats. <laughs> and like, the only <laughs> thing that shuts them up is the prospect of being a curry, and no one else. Just like at some point, someone could just say. You know what? I could go for roti, and then they'd shut up for a bit. No one, they never, they ne- that never comes back. When my, this is a side story now. My, my oldest child was seven. We went to an Indian buffet for lunch, and they had a goat curry. Yeah. And they ate a lot of it. And then they're like, I it really- is the best curry. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I really love this goat curry. What's in it? And I was like, goat. <laughs> And they're like, what? Yeah. I'm like, it's yeah. made of goat. You know, and, it's it's probably goat and coconut milk and 30 spices. And their follow-up question was, you mean like the goats we were petting at the zoo? Exactly. And I'm like, yeah. And there was a long pause as I sort of like thought about that. I'm like, well, I guess it's okay because they're delicious. <laughs> and I know where my kid's morality lands. <laughs> yep. Well, again, like pigs are supposedly very personable and smart and charming. They suck. But, but like chorizo exists. So there we are. I lived with a pig for a while, Roman Pigs Lansky. 
You I mean, with a name like that, I mean, <laughs> I mean come you on. You with them with a name like that, and of course they're going to you know be what? awful. Maybe it is. Maybe it is how you're naming things. You're, you named that fish Britta, and she's the worst. <laughs> Britta is the worst. <laughs> Britta is the worst. Are you Cassandra oh, over there? So, <laughs> so I did get a little spoiler for the for the movie, and we saw it Friday night. Uh, Friday afternoon, yeah, Friday afternoon, I saw something where somebody was talking about the movie, and they said, uh, boy, finding out, I wish I would have found out that Gore's daughter was played by Chris Hemsworth's daughter before Mm. the movie, because it hits a whole lot different knowing that. And I didn't understand that until the the end of the movie. Like the very last scene. The and very like, last scene. When like, she turns around and says, like it's shut sh- up, demon. And and like that whole sequence of a dad trying to get a kid to put their shoes on was like just You have to so eat your breakfast and put real. on your shoes. We have to do war in like 20 goddamn minutes. Yeah. Okay. You wear the shoes you want, but don't come crying to me when your feet hurt because you weren't wearing the right shoes. All right, I'll put my, I'll put the boots on. Like that is, that was so real. I, I think Taika is also a father. I assume because I think this is coming of a place. His kids a are place. also in the movie. Yeah, yeah, this this is from a place of uh, experience and 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 lived lived understanding. Uh, Elsa was in this movie too. Uh, her name went by on the credits. She was the wolf woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Ooh. Chris Hemsworth's wife was in this movie as well. As wait, wait, the wolf woman, not the woman wolf, right? The wolf woman. Okay, yep. making sure. Yep, it's a good gag. Good gag. Like it. It is two gay characters in this movie. Two dose. I mean, at least that at is least. at least and two and a sincere. Gay. And very sincere discussion of a two-father household. I think that really blows uh, Lightyear out of the water. Yeah. The first gay couple in Marvel. The fifth first gay couple in Marvel, right? Yeah. Yeah, they rock. Sorry. Get the fuck out of here. Ah, damn it. <laughs> on the way home, on the way home, I, I was like, yeah, two gay couples. And Libby's like, you don't know that they were gay. I'm like, fuck, did you see that mustache? That is the gayest couple in Marvel. <laughs> look, look, I, I, I you, you can tell me that the rock monsters are monogendered, but that guy was gay. <laughs> and he's Dwayne the Rock Monster. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. If only they had gotten him to play the part. That'd be even better. I'd watch that, that spinoff. That would be better. Oh wow. Say lovey. Mm-hmm. So I could have done without the entire sequence in. Uh, the God City. <laughs> well, mm. it added nothing to the movie. There was no point for it at all. I. It gave them the lightning bolt. This is. There's, there's, there's also a version of this where he just is like, oh, like there, there's like a red herring sort of plot where it's like, oh, they're they're targeting gods. Well, the only other living pantheon on Earth is on Mount Olympus. Let's go up to Mount Olympus, and it's still fancy, and it's 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 more down to earth ish. I don't know. I mean, yeah, except that would have completely shat on uh moon Knight. also that they didn't, they, they didn't even bother with the gods that they had introduced in that. 
I think I like, think there I like think they could have been a, in the city. Like they could I, just, I think there's some elitism going on in the city where like I think there is too. However, Zeus Zeus built that Zeus built second Olympus off in the cosmos and did not invite any other earth gods for a reason. I mean, Earth is the worst, but and also, he doesn't want to have to talk to Rob. The, the lightning bolt I felt did nothing. The only, yeah. the only, literally the only thing you get from the entire sequence is that guy is uh, Russell Crowe is like, oh yeah, he's trying to get to the center of the universe to make a wish. Like a single half line of dialogue is the entire point of that sequence. Yeah, like there, there are so many ways to drop that clue. Otherwise, yeah, I'll give you that. And like. Uh, you know, our, our driving force is that it's bad to murder gods. So we're going to murder Zeus. Yeah, right. that was... Yeah, and we're, we're just going to have a long sequence where we establish that the gods deserve to die a little and bad. A little we got to do disguises, and we got to sneak in, and we got to be careful, or fuck it all up. Right? Yeah. Like, like, none of it made any, like... But Thor's um, also a god. Like, right. why did he need to sneak anywhere? Also, why, why, why not just have the fight happen and, you know, Zeus still s- deliver the exposition? Yeah, it, but I think, I mean, you're right that this did nothing, but also most of the movie did nothing. Yeah, it did nothing. It, it was just a sequence that made no god. There, the movie is a patchwork of sequences that make no sense. So she's, uh, Jane Foster's getting chemo, mm-hmm. all right? She's like, I've got stage four cancer. So Kat sure. Dennings comes in, sits down, and she's like, you've been locking yourself in your lab. You shouldn't be doing that. Wh- what the fuck are you talking about? Like, she's in the lab trying to fix this whole cancer situation, for starters. She's not. A weird thing she's... for a physicist to be the doing. The only time they show her in the lab doing literally anything, she's talking to Selvig, who's giving her an analysis on the biology that the chemo's not working. She Again, never does both anything Both of these else. characters are physicists. They never do anything else. So, well, just as presented, that is the only thing she's doing in the lab. Well, you know, uh, medicine is just... Biology is, is just chemistry, is physics. So yes, yeah, yes, everything is physics or stamp collecting. I get you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Ugh. Yeah, Libby points out the chemo is making you too tired to fight the cancer. Was the quote? Mm-hmm. <sighs> just picture me a stormbringer jealously inching into the frame. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. That was I, I, hilarious. I, I, that I was do... the best joke. I, I do, I do like the the, and I'm gonna say it. It's genuine puppetry. It is genuine puppetry. How someone is able to make an axe look mad at a Chris Hemsworth, <laughs> despite there being literally no moving parts on this axe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That that is some Anthony Daniels shit right there. <laughs> That's some Jim Henson level puppetry right there. Is what that is. Well, there's no moving parts on the axe, other than the like whole axe. It doesn't like, have a mouth or a face you can manipulate. No. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so much of comedy is in the face, Tony. It's in your face. The face there it is. or the butt. The face or the, or the or butt. The butt. <laughs> All right, so I can get behind. So the other the other day, uh, David brought to us that he thought he was spoiled on something because. He saw a picture of Jason Momoa and Taika Waititi together at the premiere. 
And Luke and I, uh, said to him, no, that, that is not a spoiler for the film. Cause he had, he hadn't seen it yet. Luke and I both had. That's not a spoiler for the film. Unless Momoa could have been in one of those sequences where there's a lot of people. There are two big sequences where there's a lot of people. There's a, now I can tell you one of them was at the beginning where they're in Asgard and there's a shit ton of people that they just keep panning over large swaths of people. And the other one was in the city, which I can never remember the exact the omnipotent omniscient city. omnipotent city. Yeah. Uh, so the other one was there and I said, yeah, it's the part of the movie with the butt stuff. And it was, mm-hmm. it was the part of the movie with the butt stuff. It and did have buttons. It also had that fucking tattoo. <laughs> Goddamn tattoo was wonderful. <laughs> uh, I, so, I, so I'm going to, I'm going to uh, tap into Holden's uh, deep dive into the, into the seedier parts of the internet because he, oh, he he's Christ. always part of these these theory crafting he, like sure. he's 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 just tapped into all that with all and of he his didn't TikToks learn from wandavision well no he doesn't he doesn't participate he's just so much as just observes what other people are throwing out into the universe and he said one somebody somebody paused on the tattoo or, or looked at the tattoo and one part of the tattoo is a scroll that lists the names of the people that he lost so it's like Tony and Natasha and his mom and his dad and Loki, all their names are on, are in the scroll. Yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. But like that, that's literally just like, that's, that, that's a makeup artist having fun as much oh, yeah. as anything else. Yeah. Like he, he, like what I really want from this whole scenario is that same makeup artist to just be adding names and just put, I don't know, Francine and we're all stuck wondering what that means. Yep. Of course, now I had to go look up the goddamn tattoo so I could read this stupid scroll. Well, it, it's it's you know the Warriors three and uh, you know mm-hmm. Freya. And I did that. I, I I assume it's like the eight names of you know guys who died in movies. Thor Thor is in. Yeah. I thought the silliness like sometimes like took me like hard out of the movie. Like the uh, Infinity Cones stand, which is just so throwaway. I I appreciate that because it's like new Asgard has just invented itself as touristy nonsense and it's like yep. like like you just wandered over to the parks department of Disney and said what did you say no to mm-hmm. that's in Thor now right like I did yep. I did appreciate that every time they showed the water all you saw was just a bunch of cruise ships trying to jockey for position mm-hmm. very uh, nice style but I mean Thanos and the whole Infinity Gauntlet stuff is real bad, right? Oh, let's talk about this one. Because mm. we've been kind of pointing around aimlessly. So the Doctor Games asks, the real question is, why did the mighty Thor go to Valhalla? Why did Jane go to Valhalla? Well, earlier in the movie, early in the movie, they established that Sif would not have gone to Valhalla because she did not die in battle. Mm-hmm. She was dying after the battle was over. Uh... Jane died after the battle was over. Okay. So there's a there is a there's a headcanon fan theory going around. Oh, and I no. wish they they could have they could have actually confirmed this in the movie because when at the end Jane goes to Valhalla and meets Heimdall there, she could have said, Why am I here? I didn't die during the battle. And he could have said, Well, you were at war with cancer. Okay. Well, okay. So oh, A no. one I they deeply... put the scene in at all. <laughs> 
A, oh, I love the scene at the end. I did. Like I the deeply scene resent. I deeply resent the fight rhetoric about people recovering from disease, sure. but also like like literally the movie just keeps saying, "Oh, don't give up the fight. Don't never give up the fight." Like fuck, it's fucking obvious. It's fucking text. Mm. Fucking text, and it's fucking bad text. As I did not want this scene with her showing up in Valhalla, even though it brought me Idris Elba. Well, 30, 20 seconds of Idris Elba means a lot to me, but it's not great. I, all I saw was a missed opportunity of having Sylph's arm there to welcome her. <laughs> oh, just like <laughs> high, like floating there, <laughs> high five. Oh, I thought well, of that. that I'd forgive. I, I, did, now I'm back I, on did, your side. I did think of that too. Oh. <laughs> This was, that was an utterly unnecessary scene. Mm-hmm. Again, I but feel it was like after much the credits, of the so, I mean, it was after the credits, so it was a good place for it. It means one of two things. Either they're saying, we can't have Jane Foster again, or it's a place we can go to get Jane Foster. No. No. They're, it's I a think comic they're done. book movie, Tony. They no. can do whatever the fuck they want. I think they're done with Natalie Portman. I think like, that's the only way they got Natalie Portman. Definitively saying we're done with Natalie because... We've I think that's the only contract. way you got. I think I think that's the only way you got Natalie back, is by is by telling her you're not gonna you're you will not be able to come back after this. But Tony, people like money. They do. They do. They but do. they're they're still killing off characters and not bringing them back. Oh, the women. Uh, they're not bringing that's back Cap- Captain America. They're not bringing back uh, Chris Evans. And and he's actually standing up for that one, which is actually, and he's standing up for it for the right reasons. Also. He did have a lot of movies. And he wasn't great in many of them. Mm-hmm. Many of the movies weren't great. Yes. Yeah, but Much he's like just not very Boy. good. He just took a shortcut. Mm. <laughs> Fucking Soldier Boy. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I was sad to introduce and lose the Mighty Thor in in the scope of this film. I, I, I am fine with, I, okay, I am, I, I, so the Mighty Thor is from Jason Aaron's run of the comics. Uh, it's 36 very good issues. I'm going to say that because Adam gets mad when I talk about comics because he assumes everything lasts forever. Uh, but it, it's 36 very good, good issues. Uh, there's a really great crossover with Doctor Strange. I think, actually, that's from Jason Aaron's Doctor Strange, but it's a good crossover with Doctor Strange. Um, it's it's fun. It's good. Uh, I am actually really glad that it happened in a Thor movie and not like the what if show because that it they'd find a way to drag that out. Yeah, i I think that I think the the problem with this movie is it it tried to do way too much but didn't succeed in it. Uh, like it had the problem being saddled with. Uh, we got Natalie Portman back, but we only have her for one movie, and also. Thor is currently with the Guardians, but we have to get him away from the Guardians so that the Guardians can be doing their own thing the next time we see them. But we got saddled with this because that's where we saw them leave the last Avengers movie. And but I... instead of just instead of just narratively getting us past that, let's actually put some stuff in here that's really weird. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. we're gonna have Thor give up the the axe. And have it be there for long enough to have apparently grown roots. And then the next time you see him, oh, wait, I need the axe now. So I'm going to yank it up out of the ground, which looks like it's a few seconds, but also it's grown roots. So how long has it been? 
everything about this that whole and like the the characters react very weirdly to thor being there like it's kind of clear that like star lord is like oh this is a bit he does this is a thing he does now yeah like they're used to this and they're also done with it yeah and and like to me like you can also just like you can literally open this movie with like the Guardians of the Galaxy shoving Thor out an airlock because they're done with him. Yeah, so and I don't understand. Like why that's how I thought this movie would start. It's like literally, it is literally a nebula kicking him out of an airlock because they're sick of it. They paid yeah. the entire cast of the Guardians of the Galaxy for the first ten minutes of this movie for no reason. All of them. All I mean, of I, them. All right, all right. Let me you back it up. It brought me the it. goats, but there are other ways to get goats. I could have gotten the goats literally any other way. Mm-hmm. Like if they would have done, uh, you've seen the opening to BoJack Horseman, mm-hmm. where it's yeah, just no. his face, and then in the background, a bunch of stuff happens. Like if they had just done that, just a still shot on Thor's face, and then like, and still said to welcome to the jungle. There's like a battle going on in the background, and then like blood splashing on his face, and like you know, like they imply of like time passes, but he like just gets like becoming increasingly bored and detached from the things he's like from the action you can't see. Like that would have been a very compelling opening that does literally everything they wanted and costs no money. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Also, this this movie needs to somehow bring Jeff Goldblum back, and it didn't. No, I did like him a lot. That was another failing. There's a lot of missed opportunity in the film. Valkyrie didn't really do much. Could have done all kinds of cool stuff. You know, Gore didn't do much. Russell Crowe didn't do much. Right? It was silly. It was fun. Talked a lot about orgies. I, there was lots of talk about a hero gasm or god orgy or whatever he was doing. <laughs> it was great. But uh, the good thing is Natalie Portman looked fucking hot when she died. Mm-hmm. Just, no just, cancer there. Not even a hint of that cancer. Just, you know what? Like Natalie Portman clearly got put, got th- the short version of the Kumail mm-hmm. and a really great and just a really, the best hairdressing we've seen, I think. In really a, a lot of vitality in her death repose. Yeah. Why do you get a wish? <laughs> Like eternity is, I'm, I'm, I don't like cosmic Marvel, but I assume that uh, eternity is not normally a wish granting figure. That that's more of a living tribunal thing. Yeah, yeah, I, I kind of thought the same thing. I honestly, one of the things that I liked most about the movie was when they went into eternity's realm and we got a comic book accurate version of eternity. I yeah, just, never, just I never would have expected complete, that complete, like complete negatives, like the complete negative space is like, okay, I don't read cosmic Marvel, but I do like weird Kirby drawings. And you did me a weird Kirby drawing. Yeah. Like it looked, it looked like the comic book looked and it never made sense in the comic book either. And it was like, you know what? This is, this is fantastic. All right. I another thing that is just boggling my mind, okay? <laughs> We've established that Mjolnir is sentient and the axe is sentient and the sword is also sentient, but at no time do we ever do anything with these three sentient weapons. 
Except they never interact with each other in any way. And why, why not? The shit writes itself. So the, so another, another fan thing that Holden brought to me was that, that, uh, Stormbringer is not in itself sentient. It's, it's not that the weapon is, it's that the hilt. Oh, it's from it's, Groot. Groot and it's, Groot's just and being it's, petulant. It's it's adolescent petulant Groot being petty and and wow. having FOMO and wanting to be involved all the time. I don't think that's all right because anytime now Holden saying that makes him, a lot of sense. That's 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 a valid Holden interpretation of it. Well, I don't think I don't think that's his interpretation. I know my son well enough to know that that's probably not his interpretation. It's something he heard somewhere. Uh, I, the I, 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 there is that any time mm-hmm. a piece gets cut off of Groot, it yeah. grows into a new sentient Groot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So does that mean that Xandar is just covered in Groot? Oh man! L- right. Like, let's start the Nova TV show off where they're just like, we're just. The whole fucking city's covered in Groot. And you know what it does? What Groot wants. We'll have to go to Planet Monsanto. <laughs> and you know what we can do about it? Goddamn nothing. Oh. Planet Monsanto's got a new name now, Mitch. It's Planet oh, Fair. That. Monsanto. It's in, less it's well major. received by the public than Bayer. Uh, let's not talk about where Bayer did business at certain years in yeah. the past. So I guess they also don't understand the rules of wish crafting. I'm there sorry, are I'm no rules. Up on this because like, can he not use and statements and get everything he wants? Right? Again, I don't know. I, it feel, I feel like wishing in Marvel. We, we've only seen one other wish device and it's very specific, very limited. Uh, except sometimes it's not because I guess uh, I, I guess Tony was able to make and statements when hit with his wish. Uh, so you know what? It's it's a weird Kirby drawing. It it mm-hmm. it it does what it wants. Why do Thor and Mighty Thor show up at Eternity also? Eh, they were just next a, door. a doorway. They were just like kind they, of nearby. Why is the Bifrost the key? Why is the Bifrost, Bifrost can do anything? Bifrost can do anything. Why? Yeah, because why would Heimdall had a game night that? with Heimdall had game night with Eternity, and he needed to be able to get there. That's be... why Eternity get offered the wish. He just wanted to get some attention back. And there seemed to be celestial paraphernalia around Eternity. Yes, because it okay Kirby shit, cosmic Marvel. Yeah, it's all cosmic. It's yeah, all I'm I'm not gonna explain anymore. It's just cosmic Marvel Kirby shit. Who cares? I mean, everyone has weird hats. The thing is, is we're doing all this cosmic weird shit and we haven't even introduced the Fantastic Four yet, which is Uh just, that's just really bizarre. And the Necro Sword, but we're getting a different Dark Sword out of the Eternals. That is correct. That's Jon Snow. Jon Snow will get a not, a different not Stormbringer. Yes. Cool. 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 Yeah. Every time that one has to be drawn it has to draw blood i might think of something else it sounds like a it is also look the necro sword is stormbringer from the elric stories and the other sword is also stormbringer from the elric stories because michael moorcock didn't sue enough people in the 80s and now we just have too many stormbringers 
Yeah, so it was the ebony blade. That's the one that ebony blade. That's the one that the Black Knight has. Who's Michael Moorcock needs to sue more people. Those two swords come together in perfect harmony. <laughs> the it ebony blade your was enchanted to cut through any object to prevent the death of its wielder and to deflect any magic. But it also carried a curse that would slowly corrupt any user and cause lust for violence, bloodshed, and death. Does people do people just not make normal swords anymore? Is that um, this was made over six hundred years ago? Fucking Merlin was involved in this one. Look, um, like no one made swords except for this special cast of dicks. Yeah, mm-hmm. they they just really hate it. Like we yeah. we are the only people capable of magic swordery, and mm-hmm. we just fucking hate you because you like show up. It's like, I want a magic sword. It's gotta have no, a no, cool no. lion on it, and it they should, hate. And... They love making farm implements. But sure. people keep coming to them asking for swords. So the deal is, they're like, "Well, if we make the swords real bad, they're not going to come back and ask for more swords." Yeah, but yeah, people it, keep coming back for more swords, so they just keep increasingly increasing the curse. Just the curse gets worse every time, so they can go back to shoeing horses. Guys, have you seen this? Shit just grows out of the ground if you water it. Then you can eat it. This is miraculous. Stop cutting each other! <laughs> Sword, please. Uh, fine. This one makes you shorter every time you touch it. Yeah, but does it does it slay? Oh, it slices. <laughs> it totally slices. But you will be shorter every time. Gotta do what I gotta do. Can you make a gun that will wipe someone out of existence and also me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we already we might have already one. done it. <laughs> Isn't that the ultimate nullifier? Indeed, it is. Ridiculous items of the Marvel universe. Yeah, there are a lot of them. Uh, so I was just checking because I was curious. Since Scott was bringing up the the Michael Moorcock of it all, and uh, yeah. So the Ebony Blade first appeared in the Black Knight number one, which was. Published in March of 1955. Oh, oh shit! Moorcock was only 16 years old at the time, so this- that's probably why he's not the one suing Marvel for this. Is, uh, is this that situation where James Franco rolls into Colbert and tries to out Silmarillion? Is that that what's happening here? That that is indeed what happened. I just assume, like, I I, I know Michael Moorcock sued TSR once, and I I just assumed he didn't sue enough people. Did TSR have money to respond to lawsuits? Not really. Uh, Not really. That's that's when they got bought by Wizards. They probably got sued enough to get get sold. That would have been they got sued enough to get bought by Lorraine and then Wizards. Well, isn't TSR still a thing that's suing Wizards now? That's a new TSR that is suing them because they were sued for stealing TSR's logos because they didn't actually have permission to use TSR's logos. Anyway, these guys are morons and you don't need to go to their museum. Oh, good. We have a fucking (laughs) museum? It's it's a game store with a display case. Learning is the worst. I mean, that sounds like the Superman Museum. Hey, Which I have been through and actually want to go through again because they've got new stuff. (laughs) Oh, shit. Uh, Tony, I keep... 
Tony, I, at some point you need to send me uh, your mailing address because I, I have a I bought a thing for you and I keep meaning to actually send it. Don't okay. do it. Crap. All right, don't do it. It's it it's 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 I I will show it on stream to make him not worry about crap. But uh, I mean, yeah, no. So a while back, the the glorious you know Socialist Republic of Canada decided to put Superman on some money. Oh like, yeah. And I was like, I will grab one of these for Tony, That's and then awesome. at some point I will remember his address to give it to him. And now uh, no one will ever that. see this because we have a copyright violation. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> sorry, I, I've no. ruined it. I've ruined it. <laughs> just, yeah, it's a good thing that it's a good thing this camera isn't facing the other way. It's just nothing but Superman up. Yeah, facing. What do I have behind me? Oh, just mess. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> See up there is the sausage fest uh, flask, and over there is a Mike Ruzioni painting. Gosh, I'm signed up for a convention that I I don't know what it's about. It's coming up next month. Kokorokan, I think is maybe the name of it. It seems to be cute anime themed. I tried to figure it out. Oh. Uh, some bunny maids were at the mm-hmm, were at the butterfly house taking photos, and I was like, well, that looks interesting. What are you doing, bunny maids? And they told me. And they said, we're going to be at a convention. You should come. And I said, sure. And now that's what's happening. I'm surprised I didn't hear about something like that since it was at the Butterfly House, because that's part of the facilities where I work. Um, Uh, Speaking of the facilities where you work. Yeah. Last night, I rolled into the Botanical Garden at (laughs) 930 at night. Oh, were you there to see the corpse flower? I sure was. There Why? was a three and a half hour line. Mm-hmm. I have, I still have never seen the corpse flower in person because, because I'm not going to wait in those lines to see a stankin' flower. Mm-hmm. Did you get in to see it? No. The dude at the, the gates like, and so the hours were till midnight. The dude at the gates like, so three and a half hour wait, go home. <laughs> okay. Sounds right. That tracks. So walking back right. to our walking back to my car, this SUV like plowed through this intersection, almost killed Libby. So just like a banner trip. Wow. That <laughs> was yelling at a guy. It was a whole situation. Sounds like uh, that sounds like the Southwest Garden <laughs> neighborhood. I looked at a house over there. <laughs> I love the Botanical Garden. Would love to yeah. see that corpse flower. I mean, I can't wait in a three and a half hour line. Yeah. They make such a big deal about the corpse flower that all these people come out and see it. The thing is, is we've now figured out the, the botany of it all and they get that thing to, to bloom like once a year. It used to be like seven to 10 years and now they're, they're getting those things blooming like every year, but people still make this gigantic deal about it. I think at least this year we haven't had to drop everything and set up webcams for it, which we've had to do in the past. Oh my. Yep. Yep. That's, that's a thing our IT department does sometimes. Uh, so I am looking at the page for Kokoro I don't know who the doctor games are. This individual is, but, uh, they're on fire tonight. Uh, if you're going to go to that convention, you need to dress as a bunny maid. I'm in. That's fine. I'm getting, I'm getting low key furry vibes off this, this con website. I'm not saying that you need to bring that would, you would extra be a equipment. Bunny, Mitch. That would be. <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen those. The fo- I could be one of those what Flemish? Oh yeah, Flemish, oh, the Flemish, Flemish giants. giants. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. I'm a Flemish giant bunny maid. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. 
I think that's uh, Anna's preferred bunny. Oh? I think her last two. I don't think I ever met her bunnies in person. It's all photos. So uh, the one of the other ridiculous things I've seen about this movie, circling back for just a second, was oh, yeah. that uh, there was an article I just read, like just an hour before we started recording, that uh, uh, apparently Taika wanted Russell Crowe to record his dialogue with a British accent. And as, Russell Crow, as is tradition. Yeah, and Russell Crowe said, no, I want to do it with the Greek accent. Like and Taika's like... And Tiger's like, I don't, I don't think that's going to work. But he allowed him to record twice. He did it once with the British and once with the Greek. Well, there and is a, Tyka said, you know what? I was wrong. There, like there is a credited <laughs> dialect coach for Mr. Crow. <laughs> uh, I that was th- probably for the British that he did. That, well, <laughs> it, it, that's it. It's for Mr. Crow and for, uh, Miss Thompson, and I think that's for the British accent. Because if you tell me Russell Crowe just wandered off and was like, "Yeah, no, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm going to figure out doddering Greek grandpa on my own," because apparently that's not endorsed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I thought Russell Crowe was great. Like, I, mean, I really enjoyed Russell Crowe as Zeus. And like I'm for, okay if we see more of ridiculous Russell Crowe as Zeus. Well, ridiculous Zeus is great. I, I, I appreciate how goofy he was. Uh, I think it's perfectly in character for Zeus to be that goofy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am, and I, 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 I hope that, you know, a Thor with Venji, Venji Zeus and very hot Hercules does happen. I hope so too. Like I, I did, I did appreciate that we're, we're getting a, a Hercules finally. And I, I just have a feeling that this is just all more of the the coming together of Thunderbolt Thunderbolts. Oh my like fucking just god! One more one more character for that, Thunderbolts. That, that that could be a guy for T bolts. Yeah, yeah. He's a T boltsy kind of guy. Okay, the movies are getting worse, right? It's there. The focus the focus is definitely drifting. Like like the screenplay level, the screenplay level cohesion is not as is not where it once was. And it there's a problem with continuity. Many problems, sure. There's a big problem with continuity, just thematic continuity, in that we had problems with the themes of multiverse before. We had problems with, hey, we're going to have three different actors play Spider-Man, but one dude be Doctor Strange. Uh and they should have got that guy back from the the not licensed movie. They should have. They really should have. And you know what? They should have got. They should have got that guy back from the that Fantastic Four movie. Not the other two, but that one. Oh, oh the, on, the Corman one that no yeah. one talks about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, somewhere I have a copy of that on VHS. I hate the things coming out of your face. Yeah. Uh, I. I th- I, I think I think yeah, like like just just like basic screenplay level stuff is getting left behind. I know there's like a low key revolt from the VX VFX community for on working on these now. Loki's um, involved. Yeah, I think the uh, trouble for me is like I, the thing I liked about the MCU was it seemed to have like set up this like platform out of which you could tell interesting stories. 
and the connections could be fun and we could drive forward stuff. And like, I knew what they were doing with Avengers and I kind of knew what they were doing toward Infinity Stone, but like the individual component movies were still like interesting how they were like built this world. But now it's just what you said. Like the focus is gone. The cohesion is gone. I have no idea where we are going and why we're doing it. The cosmic stuff seems just all silly now because Guardians was successful. So we just tried to, it's like they didn't know what was good about it. Well, also the cosmic stuff is more threatening than Thanos. So that's where we have to go. Right. We just have to keep getting more. And that's, How is the and cosmic the stuff more threatening than Thanos, who was going to wipe out literally half of the universe? I don't know. Some some weird Kirby drawing was going to kill all the gods, and that was unspecifically bad. Right? Yeah. It didn't seem that bad. It didn't seem that bad at all because they like, all it really like, like they literally like the thesis is like gods don't help anyone, so he's going to kill all the gods, and right. then consequences. I mean, we're I mean, also told repeatedly there is no afterlife, but there is apparently an afterlife. So... Valhalla is the real one. Uh, if uh, if you were playing Pascal's wager, oh, Valhalla boy. is the real one. Gosh. Yeah, I think the only... The only thing that was bad about it was the fact that Thor was going to die. Who is the only, like, the only god we knew about or cared about, with the exception of the Moon Knight stuff until now. Well, and it, I mean, if they threatened Elephant Lady, like blood in the streets, blood in the streets, the Hippo Lady, the Hippo, hippo Lady, lady. Uh-huh. yeah, oh yeah. But then, like, I just thought that Thor was an alien. But he's a like, god. I don't know what it takes to be a god. Makes, makes no sense. Like, are the rest of the Asgardians gods? Like, is Valkyrie a god? Is that her name or her job? Because then, because, because then Loki wouldn't be a god if he's a troll. He's a giant. He's a giant. giant. Does that mean the other ice giants are gods? How does this, how does this work? How, how how is Gore sorting for godliness on his stat, on his stabbing priority? How is he getting around? Shadow hopping, shadows, right? Weird changes in planets. in black and white space. The brighter the flame, the darker the shadow. Oh come on! <laughs> Wait a minute. Does he place. does he travel the same way that Cloak does? Mm-hmm. Hmm. That, that's going to be the next crossover. I'm down for that. The, the Hulu Cloak and Dagger show is going to cross over with Thor: Love and Thunder. If you haven't seen this Hulu show, this movie's going to make no sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I guess I go back to this thing. Like a friend of mine's brother is a writer and had pitched a Doctor Strange movie in the very beginning part of the Marvel stuff. He was invited into pitch. He said Doctor Strange, and they were like, "Wow, no, we're not doing it um, because what's been decided there's going to be no magic in the MCU." At one point, that was that was mm-hmm. one of the things, yeah. And it's pretty clear, like in Thor one. Like, this is just high-tech alien stuff that humans interpreted as gods and magic, mm-hmm. right? And that's the stories. And, like, Selvig even, like, like lays that out. Yep. But sometime between then and now, they're like, no, it's magic. Okay. Well, we have wizards now. Right? We have sorcerers. And witches. And witches. Which so, may or may not be wizards with hats. I don't know. Or sorcerers with hats. I, and I'm also a little unclear 
about Wanda's actual origin story. For some reason, I thought she was an inhuman in the mm. Avengers 2 the first they time. They just said inhuman in a teaser, and you could infer capital or not capital I, because... Uh, it wasn't a missed thing. Feels per- like they're per- doing a lot of that lately. The, the Perlmutter wanted inhumans to be a thing. <laughs> And, and, yeah. Well, it had to do with, it had to do with them not having the rights to mutants and then fighting over, like, I I still wanted, I I still would have loved to have been, uh, a fly in the wall of the, of the Marvel Sony discussion or the Marvel Fox Fox discussion. Thank you. Of, uh, of who got Wanda and who got Quicksilver because they both show up in both. But then there's a clear dividing line of which one gets to keep yeah, one. You, you, you gotta, like, we'll kill our Quicksilver. You can't have Wanda as anything but a preteen. And it's, it's, yeah, there's definitely that discussion. I think there was, I, I think there were a bunch of hasty renegotiations around characters that were like, are that, like, they say mute in the comics, but is she on the list in the, the, the first document? And it's like, no. Oh, so the comics will just say she's not a mutant, and well, uh, and the other problem was um, they the the rights were just for this family of characters. Well, it was a very specific list, and we never well, it, got to it read became it. it became a specific list later, but the the contracts were apparently vague enough that they had to go back and clarify them after the fact, which is why Sony just keeps trying to make the Morbiverse a thing which look i i i don't it's so weird that we're calling it that and not the venomverse or because the it's spider morbid verse. Time. It's, it's morbid uh, look time. look i when when they said oh okay, hey so, we're doing a black cat silver sable movie i'm like oh two women in very tight outfits doing crimes i will watch that movie even without it being tangentially related to a Spider-Man, but but no, they that, canceled that one to give me that Morbius. That made sense. <laughs> that made sense. And uh, I feel like even Morbius, which I assume is the sequel's title, will be great. <laughs> so I I need to know because I'm I'm familiar with some of the memes, and I have not seen, nor do I think I will see Morbius. There is Mitch, not is enough. That, is that line in the movie? It's no, no. no. Okay. Why would it? Why so. would this? This is not. I mean, from this all is not the Halcyon days of two thousand four when you would call <laughs> Sam Jackson back into reshoots to say, "I have had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane." Right. Yeah. Morbius wasn't terrible until the last twenty minutes. Um, right. Like it, it was fine. It wasn't great or anything, but like. It wasn't awful. The last 20 minutes is just terrible. I, when I saw the trailer for it, I was like, oh, I, yeah. I'll probably see this movie. And then I waited, thankfully waited till the, the early reviews. And it was like, oh, no, I don't I don't need to see that movie. <laughs> I don't need to see that movie. Not, e- not even very high or very bored. Do I need to see this? No, oh, God, I could be both. Yeah. But. Do you remember when you just watch a movie because it was on cable? <sighs> and like, I feel like all the stuff with Morbius is the same as the kids <laughs> these days talking about. 
now now they now they rent tuxedos to go see the minion movie right and it's it's just it's the kids it's It's what they do fidget spinners and renting tuxedos to see the minion movie it's Mm -hmm. uh, i don't know i don't care carry on carry on with your nonsense teens all i know is i've fallen into uh an advertising slash meme slash news cycle of slash far right slash insurrectionist slash overthrowing this government because it's illegal yes all of that but and the earth is flat and hollow there's this whole thing where people who like the boys think that everything else is just garbage and is cringe and sucks yeah sure because it's not the boys have you never met nerds before? Right. Yeah, oh, no, this, this have, is literally this is reminding me of people who read The Boys 20 years ago, actually. Ooh. Oh so, my god. These... But it's true for a lot of things. So it's The Boys, or Rick and Morty, or just about anything. Or, oh, um, uh, what's the thing that everyone loves, but everyone hates the people who love it? Christianity. Like, any of that stuff like has the same problem. <laughs> the IP might be fine, but it's the fanboys that really ruin it for everyone. Yeah. Oh, that's that's true of fans. Yeah. Just fans. Right. And like, I'm a fan of lots of things. But some I people I don't want to talk about it because I'm afraid that the other fans will then want to talk to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm a I'm a fan of a band that had a lead singer that left <laughs> in in nineteen eighty nine. And that's not a real time. Right? I had a and, and, and then and then the people the people who are fans of the band still fight over the fact that those four albums they made with that guy are the only ones worth listening to, not the other 16 that have come out from this band since. No, no, we're going to, we're, we're only going to focus on those four. I had a uh, calendar from despair.com, the people who make demotivational posters for work. Sure. And on one of the days it was, you know, August 17th, 1979, Aerosmith releases their first best of album. I'm like, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so they started the greatest hits. Yep. Uh, how many farewell tours? How many t- farewell tours have they gone on? How many farewell tours have Kiss gone on? Oh God! I I one day like this is the problem with Kiss is like there will be a last one. There will be a one where like oh no, literally after that, all three of them died in various incidents because they don't travel together because they hate each other and for the safety of the brand but they hate yeah. each other but then somehow it'll be peter chris and three holograms and they will still be on farewell tour yeah yeah i showed some episodes of uh gene simmons family jewels uh to my class oh, for boy. just such a great like documentary about narcissism because my favorite he's doing like an interview and Behind him is a like a glass case of of Kiss paraphernalia, like action figures, but it's only his. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that guy, that guy has th- this ego that is just beyond anything. It is just ridiculous, mm-hmm. and you can see it sort of like envelop his children. Mm-hmm. It was a yep. fun show. I never watched that show. <laughs> I I don't it's I don't like painful. Gene Simmons. <laughs> Well, I don't certain, think like, the show would change your mind. I don't. I just don't, I don't like him as a person. There's, there's not. There, there is not. There are not things to like about them Mm-mm. because Gene Simmons is not a person. He is a branding exercise in expensive shoes. 
Uh, and now you're just talking like him, Scott. <laughs> I I am I'm just a bit tired, so I'm drifting into Mitch Hedberg, which will if I had another beer, it would drink drift into Bill Cosby from there, but we'll we're Ooh. I don't know. What the fuck is going on? You, you see, when I have too much, I just talk like Bill Cosby, and it's very unfortunate. Gene Simmons' uh, NPR interview with Terry Gross was just the stuff of legends. It's fantastic. I'm not familiar with that. So oh. I I do watch uh, the big interview with Dan Rather. Like, mm-hmm. and I've I've meticulously been watching it such that I'm trying to have watch every episode of it that, of the people that I'm interested in because they air like three a week on ATX TV. Uh, ASX TV, sorry. And, um, it's great. I, like, Dan Rather does really great interview. And he did one with Gene and one with Paul. And, oh my God. <laughs> like, Paul is almost like apologizing for having to deal with Gene, but he won't actually do it. And Gene is just like trying to control the interview from Dan Rather. <laughs> Which is just ridiculous. Hmm. There you go. I'll put a link in the chat to the Fresh Air Archive with the segment with Gene Simmons. Oh, boy. Oh, dear. I'll have He's, to uh, check that out. Spend some time uh, talking about Terry Gross's mouth and what it might do. <sighs> oh, oh, Gene. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, NPR, God, like what is the raunchiest possible thing NPR has ever talked about before then elbows probably mm-hmm. like, like that, that is the closest NPR has ever been to lewd. I know. They, I think they don't she, even play jelly roll Morton. She like asked him like, what brand of face paint did you use? And it like totally takes him out of it. Like he's like, what? No one's ever asked me that. <laughs> like That's actually, that that's a viable and interesting question. Cause he would is. like the people who like, Kiss's makeup team have very serious thoughts about that about grease paint. Oh God, I wonder. I wonder what the overlap on Kiss makeup artists and ICP makeup artists is. Do they talk? <laughs> do they do they trade? Do, do do they have tips for each other? What's the Venn diagram of those? Do do, do do they all know Jerry? Is Jerry the one guy who taught them all? I don't know. <laughs> There's a crossover in those subreddits. Well, I mean, definitely on the fan side, but I'm just talking about like, no, the, the actual like behind the scenes team. Yeah. Yeah. That's which tours and when. Oh, you, you, you almost, you almost think that Gene pissed somebody off and then somebody I, ICP's camp like hired them. Like they, they just stole, they, they just stole Terry and that was it. I mean, that, that tracks. I mean, it just tracks that Gene pissed somebody off and, yeah. and that was that. I don't think I have anything else to discuss about this film or much else this evening. Uh, I, I, uh, uh, so many child actors, all of them tolerable. How about oh, that? Yeah. And then they they did this like, I do have that weird bit where he makes the soul, the children of the soldiers. Like, hey, if I, I like, this is a little bit like, I don't think that's cool. Child soldier plot. But I'll, I mean, there's it, a weird like fine line between you're empowering them. Yeah, it's 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 not the Shazam ending. Mm-hmm. It's something not as good. Well, and Sasha Baron Corn did that thing of kindergartens where we're going to arm kindergartners, right? To help, yeah, them, you know, yeah. I mean, 
there was that, but also Gore wasn't actively doing anything bad to the children. Mm-hmm. Except being weird. He Just, was being weird to them. But, he was uh-huh. being weird at them. Oh, tearing something's head off was funny a minute ago. <laughs> like, so weird. That was really weird. Especially coming from somebody who was a father. But I guess you could always explain that away as the sword doing that. Like the swords thinks decapitation's hilarious. I mean, if I were a sword, I would probably think that decapitations were. No, I, I think it's the other way around. I think that's like, oh, this is my fucking job. You know what? I, <laughs> you know what? I don't want to think about right now. Decapitations. You know unless what? I it, love, but unless it's decapitations that weren't from a sword. Oh, uh, like like he like mm-hmm. like no, because like, that still work. That still work. Even if it's like, oh, two hands pulled a head off. I'm like, that's. Ah, that's, that's totally different, but it's still my job. It's like, I don't, I did not start, I did not start watching bartenders on YouTube until after I stopped bartending. And what's her next Marvel stuff? She-Hulk? Is that? That's, that's the TV thing is TV is thing She-Hulk. is She-Hulk. Uh, Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. Ooh, I'm nervous about Wakanda that's forever. That's gonna be a mess. There's been a million misses with Marvel so far. All right. And, and even Miss Marvel, Black Panther, Miss Marvel ended today. It sure did. Oof. I liked Miss Marvel, beginning to end. Stuff to talk about in the end, which yeah. is I've liked the first three episodes. I like anything else? Mitchell versus Machines vibe. But I, I, haven't, I haven't watched it. Uh, I, I think. Uh, have you discussed the fact that uh, Miss Marvel and Darth Vader went to the same high school? Is that has that come up at all? Oh, that's exciting. We haven't no. discussed it. Oh, uh, yeah, so, uh, the actress who plays Miss Marvel went to the same high school as Hayden Christensen. Oh, I I was not aware. About ten years apart, but it's, you know. Yeah. Just small world. Fun fact, she used to bully him. (laughs) He he just showed up one day to be like, hey, I'm Hayden Christensen, I'm here to talk to you about how great it was to go to high school, don't do drugs, look at me. Give me your fucking lunch money or I'll break your goddamn knee! (laughs) He also sand at him because he hates sand. Get this flamethrower for you. Watch your knees. Nice. All right. All well, right. great. And then next week we're talking about. I don't think they nothing. picked a thing. There was we no didn't thing. pick a thing. We were, well, you know what? Do... We'll figure it out. Okay. Cool. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. It. Oh, you know what I do want to do before my movie because I, uh, as part of the one percent, got trailers. I got trailers. I got a lot of trailers. Mitch. I got yeah. trailers at my movie, so I got the full movie experience. Oh, exciting. Uh, I also got commercials. Um, and something I do want to talk about. Hold on. I emailed myself the link to the thing. Uh, some company gave a bunch of, like, BIPOC directors a bunch of money to make a series of short films. Yes. And yeah, so I did they see had, that trailer. They had a little clip of each of the films. Um rising voices so one of them is called black santa so i was fucking in (laughs) when uh my kid was in gymnastics he was the only white kid on the team for a while and i was hanging out with the other parents uh like moms and stuff and they it was around christmas time and they're talking about like their home christmas traditions and one of the moms says we don't do Santa because I don't want my kids to think some fi- white guy is going to be the one who saves them. No offense, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> and, I mean, on the one hand, it's really nice of her to think that you're nice enough to save children. <laughs> like anyone says that to me, I'm just saying, nah, I, I, fuck your, fuck your kids. Don't give a shit about them. That's good. I mean, yeah, I'll find anything called good. Rising Voices. Yeah, well, it's also it's sponsored by Indeed. Okay. Mm. Oh, great. I'll send you the link to it. Awesome. Filmingrad Productions. The second season of? Yeah. Wow. At the beginning of the commercial for this thing, I was like, this looks fucking terrible. What is this bullshit going to be? And then, like, midway through, they started showing clips from the different movies, and I was like, hmm. I'd probably watch. I'd probably watch these. Back in. Yeah. Unexpectedly interested. Let's uh, let's dig into that. Maybe there's maybe there's some discussion to be had about these. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I'd like to do something not Marvel. Mm-hmm. We've been on a tear before this where we were doing interesting movies, and I would like that. <laughs> we were, but we also did some not interesting movies but the interesting movies we did were all weird movies uh weren't they also foreign movies they were also (laughs) foreign movies oh oh what about that other one uh i watched it forever ago i already recommended it once before the nun one no no that's a local (laughs) movie yes no uh animal world it's a the chinese action film it is wild okay all right can I watch it on... What can I watch it on? I think I saw it on Netflix. Okay. All right, done. In. Uh, is it a 2016 movie? Uh, maybe. I wanted to say it was 2018, but maybe. It's oh, just pre-pandemic. Not... Michael it's... Douglas in there? That's the one. Got it. For, this for is some not... Reason. That's not it. That's Animal Kingdom. Animal World. I typed Animal World, but Animal Kingdom came up. Oh, because uh, I was trying to use Decider to tell me where to st- I could just could it's stream nice. it. Okay. All right. I am uh, tired of looking at your faces. All right. Oh my god! Uh, there's a, a live action Kenshin. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Why are we doing that now? All right. We. I can't... Well, that was made in Japan <laughs> by people who I presume read Kenshin and liked it, as opposed to I don't know Netflix just cramming out another Death Note. They're doing another one, David. Why? Why? What the fuck? Is... I mean, they could have just made the Kenshin movie just that, like, a two-hour cut of that uh, Linkin Park music video that's set to Kenshin, and that would have just been fine. Oh, been... Well, yeah, obviously, just take just just take Hybrid Theory and turn it into a Kenshin concept album. Yeah, you know, you know? I would watch that. I would yeah, watch the I, fuck out of it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not saying I disagree with you. I would at least try. Oh god, this fucking bleach movie. All right, I can't. I'm getting caught up in this. <laughs> Get down the rabbit hole of Pull jump adaptations. Yeah, All right, let's call it. Uh, yep. See you guys next week. We will talk about Animal World. <laughs> <laughs>